Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Conscious Awakening series. I'm your host, Sheila Seppi, and my intention with this podcast is to support you on your spiritual and cosmic growth as each week we explore inspiring stories of resilience, triumph, and transformation. Now, you're watching us on the Conscious Awakening Network, so please check us out at theconsciousawakeningnetwork.org and sign up to be on our mailing list, where each week you're going to learn about all the amazing programming and events that CAN has to offer. Today, it is my honor to host Tresa Mishner. Now, Tresa is the CEO of Revamp Inc. Now, that's an international, be- and she's an international best-selling author, a transformational speaker, and an empowerment coach that turned her life from rock bottom to inspiring success. Now, over the past 10 years, she has helped numerous women overcome personal challenges and self-doubt. She's been featured on CBN 700 Club, and she empowers women struggling with inadequacy, insecurities, self-esteem, and past traumas. Now, by fostering self-awareness, self-confidence, and forgiveness, she guides them towards fulfilling their lives, and then they feel more fulfilled themselves. She aims to help women recognize their God-given worth and shine their unique light. Tressa is on her mission to help 1 million women overcome their struggles and to build a life of confidence and fulfillment so that they can live the life that they deserve. So today it is my honor to welcome you, Dressa. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome hello. so much. Yes, thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on your show. Thank you so much. I want to know, how did you get to where you are today, my friend? Oh, wow. A lot of trials, <laughs> a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of trials and error. Um, I just uh, found myself from one bad decision to one bad decision to one bad decision to one day. I just found myself in the worst place I could ever thought I could be and never thought I would end up and and just started researching my life backwards. What happened? How did I get here? You know, I was sitting here like asking myself, what's wrong with me? You know, I I had made so many bad decisions that as a child, I didn't think that, you know, this was what I had wanted to grow up to be or what I wanted to become or how life had ended up um, creating its path for me. Um, So I began on a self journey of rediscovery and started taking responsibility for where my life was and where I was sitting at that point and um, just began to start researching. And I ended up picking up a Holy Bible and began to read it. And from there, you know, things began to change and uh, life become bright. It became brighter for me. And I started having these experiences with God. And and here I am. (laughs) That's awesome. I love the name of your company, Revamp. Yes, yes. Um, And the name of my company is Revamp because um, we all can revamp our life. We all can make a change. And that's basically what revamp means is, it, you know, is to, ch- to change, to make that change. And it's no, it's never too late to recreate your life. So, or to, um, go back and rediscover the things that you desired in life and to change, to be that one that makes the change for the next person. So that's why I call the company revamp is because that's what I want to do with helping these women who, uh, find themselves in the same shoes as me and, and want to make that change. So let's, let's go ahead and revamp. 
That's awesome, Trissa. Now, I wanted to ask you also, you have written a book that's an international bestseller. Can you tell us about your book? Absolutely. So I wrote the book because um, just like I was telling you that I was having these experiences with God. And when I finally uh, came to my time of triumph, I was sitting there and at this one moment, I had this experience, this experience with God again. And it was like God was telling me I had all these books in me and I needed to write. And so I started writing a book and I actually wrote the book in two weeks. It was because it was it seemed like everything was being downloaded to me with the scriptures to write this book. And I wrote the book and every time I someone read it, they said they couldn't put it down. So they told me um, I started getting so much good feedback on the book. I went ahead and read, uh, wrote the whole thing out, uh, my full manuscript, and had it published, and it went international. Wow, that is awesome. Now, you're also a transformational speaker and an empowerment coach. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because when I hear the word empowerment coach, I tend to think of someone who, you know, provides sessions or works one-on-one -on -one with people. Yes. So I'm a transformational uh, speaker. So I go and I speak at all different kinds of events, women's empowerment events at schools, um, women's retreats. Um, so I speak at a lot of different events. And a lot of people say when they hear my story and when I speak, you know, that transformation, it makes them want to go in a different direction. I think because I, I, I'm brutally honest with my story, I don't leave anything out because I want people to understand that how low of a point I was. And when they see me now, they're like, it's no way. Um, but I want them to understand. Yes, it is. It's a way. It's, it's a way. And, and you have the power within you to change, to do this. Um, you have everything you need within you to make the difference. And um, so that's where my transformational speaking comes in at. But my empowerment coaching, yes, that's like a group coaching uh, that I do. Um, and sometimes one-on-one um, is to help these individuals that I've, when I've said something at one of these events or whatever, and they want to work with me one-on-one -on -one, or they want to work with me in group sessions so I can help them get to point A to point B, find out what their goals are and find out where they're trying to go, find out where, you know, where the struggles and try to help them to get from that point A to point B so that they can end up living the life that they deserve and the, and the life that they, of success that they want. That's awesome. That is so great. Now, if people want to reach out and get a hold of you, how can they do that? Okay. So I have a website. My website is www.tressa, that's T-R-E-S-S-A, Michener, M-I-T-C-H-E-N-E-R.com. And also you can re reach me at Tressa Michener on Instagram, Facebook, everything I have is at Tressa Michener. So you can definitely reach me through any of those sources to contact me. That's awesome. So for people that are listening today, can you share um, just a little bit about how someone who is feeling like totally down, rock bottom, they don't know how to get up. Can you give them a couple tips today on what they can do to start bringing their life back on track? Yeah, absolutely. So the first thing I will say is you know, look around yourself, just look around your environment and just see that there's something good. Find the good, find the, the part of your life that you could be grateful for, that you can give gratitude for so that you can start coming out of that um, 
that feeling of down and being out and the emotional struggles of, you know, where I am now, just begin to find something that you're absolutely grateful for. It may be a child. It may be a, a good parent you had. It may be a good friend or a husband or anything, or even a good book you may have read. So start with gratitude first, because it's always someone in a worse situation than you are. I've seen that numerous times. So just find a, a spot of, um, of, of being grateful for something. And also just look at yourself and think about something that you've done good, something where you may have helped someone or that um, something that made you smile. So um, I go into personal affirmations as well, but that gets a little bit deeper into um, helping someone come out of it. But just for the first part, just find something to be grateful for. You, you're on mute, Sheila. I can't hear you. Having that attitude of gratitude carries you a long way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even when you're in your lowest point, if you could just find something to be grateful for and, and just um, just try not to be the victim, be your own victim. And that's where I found myself, you know, making sure that I was not being my own victim. So because we don't want to be the victim. We want to be the one that overcomes. And um, a lot of people, that's what happens. They end up being their own victim. And that's not the place that we want to get to. That's right. That's right. We want to always try to rise above. Now, yes. you have an event coming up with the Conscious Awakening Network on February the 3rd. Do you want to yes. tell everybody a bit about that? Absolutely. Yes. I'm so excited Bye. for the people that's going to be on the show. You know, we have some people who have really been the hands of feet in their communities, uh, trying to help support the community, help support people, help support people when they're, you know, in these situations where they're down. You know, they share their personal stories where, you know, they may have had mental health issues and how they were brought out, you know, issues where they're in the community, you know, of a church or something that they felt the church would be the ones that they could go to. But found out that, you know, it was kind of like an abandonment. You know, we have um, uh, a woman that is going to be on the show that's also, she helps so many women get off the street and help them as well. So it's going to be a very, very empowering um, um, conference because it's so many people that's the hands of feet and they're seeing, you know, our struggles and helping people to overcome those struggles. Um, and they're doing it um, in, in numerous uh, places. You know, and <clears throat> I don't know about in your area, but in Colorado, especially where I am in the Vale Valley, um, you know, I see so many young people struggling, trying to struggle to get their life together, trying to struggle to find housing because it is absolutely so expensive yeah. and not having the salaries to compensate. And then one of the things that starts happening, they start working in the service industry and they see how everyone else is living and they start feeling down on themselves and they start going in this downward spiral. They start... Um, you know, really taking everything about life personally and find themselves depressed. So mm -hmm. do you work with people who are depressed? And if so, do you have some suggestions for them as well? So I, I particularly don't, what the people that I work with are people who, you know, with a lot of bad decision making, just, um, they're just feeling like they're inadequate. Um, mm -hmm. They just can't, rise above that challenge that they're absolutely facing right then. But to a person that is is in a situation um, 
like that, I, I would just suggest that they do seek someone that counsels for mental health, um, that can help them to um, overcome that that personal feeling. But the, the thing what I realize, and, and, it, and it all is really pretty much the same thing. A lot of people feel that they're alone and they're not alone. And this is one of the things that I speak about when I speak in, in my transformational speaking, that you have the power to rise above any challenge, but it's the power is already within you. But it's what's, what you're programming in your mind is what hinders you. And sometimes when we when we stop for a minute and just think about what we're thinking about, we're able to overcome those challenges because we realize our thought process or our thought pattern is in a negative uh, going into a negative direction when we can always retrain our mind to go into that positive direction. Yes. Now, do you have um, or are you aware of in your particular area um, of any support groups for people? so that if they're having issues that they can contact them. Do Absolutely. You... Okay. Yes. So we have um we have a lot of different um counseling uh, people that do different counseling sessions. We have a, a place called One Compassion that helps people that are struggling. I mean, they even help people that um actually are behind, you know, on bills and and um where they're struggling and different issues. So, yes, we do have many support groups, and I also will make sure that we get those listed, um, Sheila, on our show. Okay, that's awesome, because I know it's always good for people to have those lists that yes. they can go to. So thank you for sharing those. Now, also, I have invited you to be my co-host. Yes, I am super excited about that, and I was wondering if you could share a little bit about the guest that you're going to be bringing on to yeah. another podcast that I do. Absolutely. So yes, we have a young woman who has a major story. Her name is Shalandra uh, Spragley. Uh, oh, wow. Her story. So she was hit by an 18-wheeler truck and she had an internal, I think it's, it severed her uh, her spinal cord internally. And she lived, she, um, they thought she would never walk again or have all the functions and everything that uh, we normally have. And, you right. know, she, she tells a story where she was sitting in a wheel, in her wheelchair and her daughter wanted to go play volleyball. And her, I think her mom or someone couldn't take her. And it really motivated her to get her strength up to change her life and change her mind and, and just decide that she was not going to live like this. She um, actually started a clothing line, which is called Agape Apparel, which is a great clothing line. And I love it. And she said that the Lord had gave her the what Agape stands for, and it stands for a gift above uh, people's expectations. So I was like, wow. So she will be sharing her amazing story. We have another guest um, that's going to be on, a, on there. He's going to be sharing street knowledge and how a lot of people make these wrong decisions, but don't understand the consequences behind the uh, decision they made based off of what uh, the court systems will put you in prison for. So he will be sharing his knowledge as well. We will have a, a music producer on there that actually he's produced music videos, many uh, albums and how he his struggles from look pain to purpose and how the music helped him uh we will have um another guest up there uh who had uh, more struggles i try to put a lot of people's struggles up there who's went through something because i want the audience to know that no matter what struggle you're in 
you can come out of it. And these people have come out from the very, very low, because I, you know, that's why I always tell my story that, and I didn't mention it, but I will mention it, how I came from being indicted by the federal government to now. So I want to tell people how you can really, really come out of your situations, but you have to do the work within you. Um, and, 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 and when you start doing the work and when you start changing your mindset and when you start, uh, wanting to be that change you want to see, it definitely will go in the right direction for you. But we have some awesome and amazing uh, guests that's going to be on the show. And we have a, gr a grievance counselor that also will be up there. So we, we're we going to have some awesome guests. And I just can't wait for them to share their stories and, and tell the people how, how, how you came out. People want to know real life experiences as how did you do it? I don't, I don't want to look over here and see you all fabulous. But how did you come out of your struggle? Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing because so many people are in yeah. struggles mm -hmm. and they don't talk about it because there's no one to really turn to. Yes, yes. And that's the thing. That, um, and I think that's what we've got away from is talking about it, because I think um, I used to always hear growing up, it takes a village to raise a child. But now the villages, we're not surrounded by the village any, anymore. We're surrounded by person, per, people's personal perspectives and their own uh, trying to find their own selves. So I think we got to get back to that village of raising the children and telling children, okay, yes, I made this mistake or telling another adult, I made this mistake, but this is how I came out of it. Right. I think that's, that's very, very important to have these positive role models for children to understand that no matter how bad it gets, it can always get better. Yes. And, and to give them the tools. Absolutely. And some of these guests, um, they work with children, have worked with children for years. Um, they're, uh, one of, is a pastor of a church. Uh, they have uh, <laughs> programs that they do for the children as well. So it's a lot of different, um, it's a lot of resources out here. So we just got to make sure that people know about them. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So I would think that uh, your community sees you as a very bright light. Yes, yes. And I'm so grateful for that. Um, but I want them to see me as the person trying to make the change, you know, because like you said, you know, I didn't have the, that, um, that place that I could go as growing up. And I found myself making so many bad decisions, bad decision after bad decision. And it's just like when I woke up and I had been praying and praying and praying. And it was like, I, when I looked in the mirror one specific day, I had been praying and it was like the Lord spoke to me. You're the answer to your own prayers. So when I got that realization that I'm the answer to my own prayers, that put me in motion to start moving. Okay, so it's a work for me to do here. I got, I got, if I'm the answer to my own prayers, I need to start this journey. I need to help people understand how I changed. How did I get here? How did I get to looking in this mirror when they told me I was going to be in prison for the rest of my life or it was facing a 30 year to life prison sentence? So how did I get here? So I began to start. It, it was very embarrassing because um, of all of the bad decisions I made. But at one point I got in my life, I didn't care how embarrassing it was as long as I was able to help somebody. If I was able, if my story helped you, it didn't matter at this point anymore. I wanted to do this because I didn't want to see you make the choices that I made and also to help you with where I am now so that you can get on a better path now without making any more bad choices. That's awesome. That is so awesome. And you share this type of inspiration in your book. Can you tell us a little bit more about the book? Yes, ma'am. So um, in the book, I speak about from my childhood, how my parents, you know, they divorced very, very early. Um, 
and how me and my brother had the struggles of basically one house living from one house to another, um, not really having a, a a place that, you know, that we could say, okay, we lived here all these years, in other words, because we was house to house. Um, and just how, you know, not I think not having a father figure and um someone trying to molest me at the age of six years old, how I didn't realize how it affected me growing up into a young adult. Mm -hmm. And it didn't take into it took until me being in this very, very abusive relationship. Um I had two children by the time I was 19 years old. And it was just like trying to get out of all of these situations. And I was running from one situation to another, but I was making all the bad decisions at the same time trying to get from one place to one place and trying to figure out life to I found myself um, um, indicted by the federal government because, well, let me back up because I had, I had been involved in a, in a legal activity um, and started some businesses as well. But the thing is, you know, people talk about all the riches of the world. I end up accumulating all these riches, the huge home, the land, cars, the businesses, all of this stuff. But I found myself beside my bed, um, and I speak about this in a book, I found myself beside my bed just crying. And I was just asking myself, what am I here for? I was just so down and out asking myself what I was here for. I had all the money. I had all these things. But it was something in the inside that I just felt like I did not have. And it was like something eating at me so bad. And I was like, this is not the way I wanted my life. This is not the way I wanted to build my life. And I was just crying beside this bed. Um, just asking God to help me and just tell him to help me because I was tired. And I ended up a few days later being indicted by the federal government. And at that time, uh, sitting in that cell and looking back on my life and just the um, chaos that was going on in my life and just feeling so overwhelmed and the struggles, I just began to sit there and, and just start reversing my life back to see how did I get here. And that's when I began to start doing the work on myself. Wow. So as hard of a situation as that was, it was kind of like the thing that opened you up. Yes, that was the thing that changed my life. It was the thing that allowed me to understand more of the spirit side, um, mm -hmm. because I, I could say it seemed like I was all in a natural way before then. But that was the thing that opened me up. And, you know, I had this experience with God where I had been praying and reading the Bible and I had been reading in the book of Acts about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And um, I was in my jail cell at this time. And this is why I speak about gratitude so much. I was in that cell at that time. And I had just been praising and thanking God that nothing happened to me as a woman out here on the streets doing things that was wrong. And, you know, and I didn't see the effects of all the, that I was affecting the community out here because, you know, what I was doing, I, you know, I was just doing, but not looking at all of the things around me. And I was just thanking God for, you know, because I felt like no matter what, he was there with me. I was being protected because I was never robbed. I was never, um, in a bad situation. And at this time, I heard the wind come in the cell where I was. And it came from my feet all the way up to my head. It was like my hair was standing on the top of my head. And all of a sudden, I had a, I was speaking in an unknown tongue. And I just began to praise God and thank God. And at that time, it was like a veil came off of my face where I could have spiritual eyes to see. So then I was starting to see visions and seeing things before they happen in the inside. 
So that's why I, t I teach people, you know, your, your inner faculties are the faculties that you need to overcome your problems. And that's, you know, your imagination, when you dream, you know, that voice that you hear when you're not even speaking, but you're reading a book, but you hear a voice inside you reading. So it's those things that help you to overcome and get to the life that you desire. And I speak so, about all that in the book. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. Can you tell us a little bit more about the wind? What do you think that wind was? Well, I, I truly believe that that wind that I heard, that I heard when it came in, I truly feel like that was the Holy Spirit coming in that cell uh, with me, and and I, I I I'm so grateful for that because that's another portion why I always try to tell people you're not alone, and I felt like I was never alone because if if God heard me giving gratitude and praise and all that and decided to come in like that with the wind. He's listening. He's he's listening all the time. He's always there. So that showed me that, OK, that just was another portion of his power that came to engulf me to show me that I'm here with you. Beautiful. That's an awesome experience. And can you share the name of your book with people? Because I am sure this inspiring story is going to make people want to run out and buy your book. Yes, the book is called Looking Out from the Inside. Um, the United States versus Tressa Olivia Parker. And I named the book Looking Out from the Inside is because God began to show me all the power that I had within the inside to change my outside. Because remember, I told you that they told me I was facing 30 years to life. I actually got sentenced in prison, but one day came because I had believed God all the way through and I believed that he was there with me. And just like I said, I worked on myself. I worked on my thoughts. I worked on everything to change my life for the better. One day they called me on the phone in the prison and told me I had 30 minutes to get off their compound. My judge had went back and reduced my sentence so low that I had to get off their compound right then. Wow. That is very, very powerful because judges just don't change their mind like that. Do they? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> And now, without a little bit of guidance and inspiration. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's what happened. That's great. Now, I also know you have a podcast. Can you share the name of the podcast, what your podcast is about, and how people can listen to your podcast? Absolutely. So our podcast is called The Brother and Sister podcast. It's a picture of me and my brother on a podcast because we both uh, struggled some of the same struggles and was able to turn our life around to a positive impact for the community and for the people. So we also like to bring those people on on our show that's also making an impact in the community and with the people and share their different stories and share that how they can make it, how they can change uh, the different revelations that they may have got from God and experience because you know, I want to show them that God is so big, let's not trap him off. Let's not say that he's just uh, for this one person or that one person or for the pastor or for the pulpit. No, I was in a jail cell. <laughs> so he's everywhere. He's all knowing. He's all powerful. So I try to help people to see all the different avenues of where God is working and Allow God to get the glory for that because he's not in a box. He's not just in a church. He's not just in um, someone's memory. He's all over. And he causes and allows different experiences with different people. And um, But fellowshipping with each other is just a, another great aspect of it. Mm -hmm. And so, again, where can people find the podcast? 
So the, they can find it on YouTube at the Brother and Sister Podcast. And also you can purchase my book on my website as well, which is www.tressamitchell.com. And you also can purchase it on, it on Amazon. Awesome. Thank you so much. Now, I know we have jumped around and we have talked about a lot of different things today. Um, is there anything that we did not talk about that you want to share with people? Um, I just want to... Um... Just share with people the same thing, you know, about my program, uh, the, the coaching and mentoring program and the speaking. You can find that information on my website as well. And also, if you um, um, become my friend on Instagram or Facebook, you will see those uh, notifications going out where I'm speaking at. So you can get more information about me and come to a live speaking. Um, if you're in one of these situations where you're just feeling so overwhelmed and wanting to make that change, or if you're having those mental health issues, you know, cause we do talk about your thought process as well. So if you want to come to one of those events and or either work with me one-on-one, -on -one, um, just go to my website and fill out the form and I'd be more than happy to work with you. Beautiful. So everyone, you've been listening to Tressa Mishner, and you can find her at her website, Tressa Mishner, T-R-E-S-S-A-M-I-T-C-H-N-E-R.com. And you've been listening to her on the Conscious Awakening series podcast, broadcast on the Conscious Awakening Network. I want to thank everyone for being here today, uh, and I hope that this served as an inspirational story for you so that you can share it with others. So until next time, thank you so much and have a great day. Thank you, Sheila.